Welcome back to the podcast. So we've been talking throughout several episodes about who you are, your identity, and that is you are a creator. You are made in the image of the ultimate creator, and you've got special things to create that only you can create. And that's kind of your identity. But we're going to talk about something else that has to do with how people understand who you are. We're going to talk about a word that for some people, this is like a dirty word. It's called brand. And I know what some of you are thinking because I've talked to some of you who are listening to this podcast. And I, if you hearken back to some early podcasts, remember there were two things that we were going to talk about that Peter Drucker mentioned. And that is innovation, which is creating a solution, and marketing, which is creating a customer. Now, before you shut this off, you're like, I'm not a marketer. Well, you probably, some of you thought you weren't an innovator either. So give me a minute here to change your perspective. I'm going to add a little reframe to your understanding of what marketing is. And by the way, I'm here. It's about 5 a.m., The cleaning people are just getting here and they're starting to vacuum. Do you hear that in the background? That's called getting after it. My office is the dirtiest office because they never get in here. Word. Okay. And by the way, I quit caffeine 10 days ago and something miraculous happened. I have more energy. I go to bed. I went to bed like 10 a.m. I'm I'm being pretty diligent about that. And I'm waking up at 4. And then I'm laying there for about 45 minutes. I'm like, I'm getting up and getting after it. So if you if you know anything about that, please let me know. Is there like some positive effect by not having caffeine that gives you more energy? Super curious about that. But I digress. Okay. So let's get back to what is marketing. Well, there's... Just like anything, perfection has a good side to it, which is people trying to do the right thing, trying to do, uh, trying to do good, right? They want to do what is right. The bad side is it's driven by fear and control, which doesn't really foster innovation. Just like that, marketing has a good side and a bad side. So let me tell you about the good side. The good side is marketing, good marketing, helps people to make good distinctions so they can make better choices. Okay? Good distinctions so you can make better choices. Now, bad marketing does the exact opposite. It makes bad or poor distinctions. And then you make poor choices. And why do people do that? Why do people do bad marketing? Well, sometimes because they have no idea what they're doing. But other times, it's because they want to make money off of you. That's not the kind of marketing that I'm talking about. So put that aside if that's your view. So 
So what kind of marketing am I talking about? Creating a customer. And you might say, well, I don't have a business. I'm gonna adjust my seat real quick here. I don't have a business. I'm not an entrepreneur. You are wrong. We gotta reframe that too. You are selling stuff all of the time. All of the time, okay? But more importantly, you're creating beliefs about yourself and this gets to the idea of brand, okay? Brand is like a subset of marketing. So when it comes to your brand, you're creating a belief about yourself. But here's what people tend to do. And here's what organizations tend to do. They tend to do what they think is the right thing to do. What And by that, the right answer for people, which is usually the safe answer, by the way, of who they are. So I like to call that, and I thought I made up this term, but apparently somebody else has already written on this subject. They bland. So take the word brand, take out the R, and put an L in there. Bland. You just kind of disappear. You execute well. You look like, oh yeah, okay, I got it. You're this normal kind of person. So we feel safe and we move on and we pretty much ignore you because, you know, you kind of fade into the background. That's not who you are. Okay, I'm just going to tell you that right now. Branding is about belief. Okay, the stronger the belief. And so I'm going to back up. Let me back up before I get into that. So branding is about belief. What do people believe about you? So let me throw this out. And I, and I don't know if I've talked about this before on this podcast, but because by the way, I don't have show notes and I don't have notes. You know what I do when I do my podcast? I turn it on and I start talking because I'm overflowing with content. I don't need to create content. I need to share what I know with you. My job is brighter futures faster, and I'm going to help you do that in your organization, in my organization. Okay, so branding is about belief. What do people believe about you? Have you ever heard or ever used this phrase? You know, I just, I just don't get that person. I just don't understand I can't, I can't figure that person out. What do you think people mean by that? Okay, you hear in that vacuum? When you hear that vacuum, by the way, that's just me getting after it. So just ignore it. So what do people mean when they say, you know what, I just can't figure that person out. It means that that person makes them feel uncomfortable. So I'm going to give you a shortcut to brand. And it's simply this. Categorization. Replace the word brand with categorization and you get it. People 
love to categorize stuff. Now, some of you might be, be like, I hate that. I don't like to be categorized. Well, you live in the wrong universe. Hold on. I, I think I, I'm going to need to pause this for a second because that vacuum, I don't know how loud it is for you, but it's getting a little on the loud side. So I'm going to pause and I'll come right back. Okay, I'm back. That guy was getting after it, cleaning up in here and doing his vacuuming, so I appreciate that. By the way, while I was away for the second for you, it was a little bit of time for me, but I got a text because I did an Instagram post. By the way, if you're not following me on Instagram, that's where I'm dropping some knowledge, but I did ask a question about this caffeine business. And uh, a friend of mine in Minnesota, he, uh, he texted me and said, hey, here's why. Caffeine inhibits nutrient absorption of most types, he said. Also, eliminating caffeine increases blood alkalinity, which means more oxygenated blood for your body and brain. Long term, your body will re-regulate to adjust to lack of caffeine and boost a more natural and leveled, consistent energy experience. Thank you, Dan. So after that little commercial, we're going to get back to categorization. And I said, hey, if you don't like to be categorized, you live in the wrong universe. Because guess what? From the minute we're born, we are taught to categorize. Now, we're not actually taught to categorize. It's the way our minds work. We have to categorize. That's how we make sense of our world. So categories are super important. And when people can't categorize something, it makes them uncomfortable. And this gets to a big point. People are risk averse. Okay. That's a term that, um, really it, it comes from the investment world actually where somebody will actually take a an option that is of lower value than a higher valued option because they're more familiar with it that's how powerful categories are and familiarity is so you want people to understand what category are you in that is your brand and I cannot tell you how many people and organizations. I mean, I could do this 24-7 just doing branding with organizations. In fact, I'm going to brand another organization. I was just asked to um, help them brand themselves because they don't have a brand. So um, think about your brand. Where do you fit in? And here's the cool thing. Hey, maybe there isn't a category for you. You know what you need to do when that happens? Create a category. That's right. So we, we did that here at George Fox where I work. There was 150 plus colleges just like us in, in the sense that they were Christian colleges, right? So you don't want to say something that every Christian college could say. David Aker, who is a genius at branding, wrote many of the, the seminal books on branding if you're interested. Anyway, he said, hey, one of the 
things he discovered as a player, one of his latest books, I think it's a couple of years old now, is he was like, I never, un- I never realized the power of the subcategory. So when you go to let the world know who you are, create a category. So we did that. So we created this category called a be known Christian university. And we make a powerful promise at George Fox. Each student will be known personally, academically, and spiritually. We make a promise. That's called a brand promise, by the way. What's your brand promise? You know what mine is? Brighter futures faster. That fits with my mission of helping people tap into their inner innovator and their inner marketer, by the way. So think about that. You need to categorize yourself for people so they understand who you are. It's super important. So you, you're getting your identity, and then you're going to externalize that for people. That is your brand. That's what people believe. You know what happens with belief when it's strong enough? You don't have to do a whole lot of traditional marketing, right? Think about Apple. Again, I keep coming back to Apple. Why? Because they're the biggest company in the world. And they almost were out of business not that long ago, like 20 years ago. Biggest market capitalization in the world. They know something. Think about why people line up outside of an Apple store to buy a product. Because those people are believers. They're like, you, you think that Apple can't create a technology and people will buy it? They can. And the reason why is because they have powerful beliefs about who they are. That's called their brand. There's a term called brand equity. And brand equity measures that kind of belief. So if a company wanted to acquire Apple, which is actually a funny idea, it could happen someday, they're going to measure the value of the belief that people have about that brand. So think about t-shirts. You can print the same t-shirt in Indonesia on the same print uh, machine, but you put two different logos on it and you charge two different prices for it. Why? It's exactly the same shirt. I used to do this with junior hires. When I, I, I had a friend who was a junior high uh, teacher and she would bring me into the junior high. This is back in the day when I was in Southern California. And I would talk about marketing because people need to understand this from a young age, just like they need to understand business because guess what? Almost everybody's going to work for or interact with a business in their life, whether it's for-profit, non-for-profit, or what have you. And so I would have these kids look at the tags in the back of their shirts and see that they were made in the same place, same quality, same material, but they paid different prices because those brands created beliefs in those kids' minds. Now, some of that is bad marketing. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about good marketing. So when you change people's beliefs, guess what happens? 
you change their behaviors. So I change people's beliefs. People, in here, here, sometimes you're not just changing a belief, you're introducing a belief by telling them who you are and what you're about. So ever since I started telling people about my vision, my mission, my brand, you know what happened? People are coming to me and they're saying, hey, I want you to talk to this group. I want you to talk to that group. I mean, I just, I'm talking to another group. Um, I, I'm actually talking to like three groups in the next five days. It's great. What's the difference maker? Brand. In telling people, here's who I am. Here's how you categorize me. This is what you do with me. Okay? And also with your brand, this is how you treat me. And this is how I treat you. Right? That's all part of your brand. And then people form the belief. And they know, I know what to do with this person. This person makes sense to me. Oh my goodness. This is a major, major problem in our society. People don't understand this concept. Categorization is so important. There's a restaurant here in town. I'm not going to say the name because they're super nice people. But you walk in there, and I, I used this example actually when I was talking to some doctoral students um, earlier this week. And you walk in there and you go, what is this place? They got Korean food. They've got uh, traditional food. They've got everything. A little bit of everything. It's a smorgasbord, if you will. But they got a bar in the back. They, they have like um, Kino. I mean, it's just a weird eclectic place. But their brand is not eclectic. If I were to tell you their name, you go, wow, that is not what I would picture with a name like that. Correct. So their brand or lack thereof is getting in their way. So ask yourself that question. Is your brand getting in your way or your lack of a brand getting in your way? Are people misunderstanding you? Well, it's because you haven't clarified for them who you are what you're about and I want you to think about that and go ahead and do the innovative thing maybe you don't have it nailed down try some stuff out you can change your brand it's called rebranding it's great because here's what's going to happen you're going to change do you think my mission was always brighter futures faster I love that mission by the way that's my brand promise, by the way, um, not my mission. It's a summarization of your mission and your vision and your values. That's what your brand is. That's what your brand promise is, a summarization of your mission, vision, and values. You're like, Rob, I don't have a mission, vision, and values. Well, make one and don't make it perfect. Make it iterative. Make it a prototype, right? The journey of a thousand miles begins with one step. Take a step. Write it down. Share it with somebody. See what they think. I had somebody do that um, with me, uh, I don't know, maybe a few weeks ago. They were like, check out my mission. And I gave some input. I said, let's, let's um, clarify. What do you mean by this? It was great. Good exercise. And 
that person got to their mission faster and that fulfilled my mission. And that person's going to tell another person and then I'm going to hit some, somebody else is going to hit me up and then I'm going to be like, I'm on mission. That's what you want to be. Remember, going back to our time episode, that's how you want to live. You want to live on mission. But if you don't know what your mission is, you need to start putting in the work so that you can discover what your mission is. And when you do, then you're going to start discovering what your brand is. And if you're still like, you know, I don't want a brand. You got one anyway. You don't get that option. Brands are discovered, not created. Okay, so this is a process of discovery. When people create brands, people can see through it. They go, that's manufactured. That's not who you are. Whether that's a person or an organization, you can't. I'm dealing with that right now with another organization I'm working with. I was meeting with another organization. This one was an interesting organization. They took me out to breakfast. We got hooked up with a a friend who's on the board who knows my brand. He said, you need to go talk to this guy, Rob Westervelt. And I brought it to that conversation. I always bring it. Because when I'm on mission, ooh, I'm on fire. Okay, so this was a well-known missions group. Missions like they go out and they help like they're hardcore. They go to really troubled places and help people. I like people like that. But I was like, dude, they were describing themselves and they were describing themselves by what they're not. And they kept bringing up like World Vision, all these big, huge organizations. We're not the, they're wading through all this stuff. And I said, dude, you got to stop that. You know what you need to do? You need to talk about you. And I was like, you guys are like the Navy SEALs of the missions world. Like, you're so hardcore, you go to the places World Vision won't even think about going. And then when you're done and you've done your work, you can hand it off to those guys. That's how you explain yourself to people. You're hardcore. But they weren't talking about themselves that way. They were talking about themselves as if they're a small world vision. And I was like, oh my gosh. See, you're blanding. You're taking something you know that's acceptable and you're just fitting in with it. Wrong. Don't do that. So start thinking more about who you are, what your mission is, what your values, what your vision is. And then put it into a little tight phrase and start sharing it test it out and it's okay you're not going to get it right remember it doesn't have to be perfect it just has to be awesome and you're going to go through the butterfly process you're going to go through the metamorphosis you're going to iterate you're going to get some feedback right you're prototyping get some feedback and pretty soon you're going to land on it and you'll know when you do This goes for your personal brand, and this goes for your organizational brand. This goes for any product brand. This is how it's done. Branding is not a complicated thing. It's not an easy thing, but it's not complicated. It's categorization, period. Keep it simple, but not more simple than it needs to be, as Einstein would say. 
So I want to challenge you today to think about what is your brand. And if you're still like, Rob, I don't, I don't get it. Hit me up. You can connect with me on any number of platforms. If you've got my digits, you can text me. But hit me up on Instagram. Hit me up on Facebook. Hit me up on Twitter, LinkedIn, whatever you want. Whatever's easy for you. Connect. And that's another thing. Start connecting with people. There's no good reason for you not to be connected. And that's the best way for you to share your brand. That's the best way for you to share your unique innovations that you are going to produce that God has called you and created you to produce. You got to do it together with other people. Remember, design is a team sport. So get connected. And if you're going to connect with anyone, connect with me. I like to connect with people who are on mission. I'm here to help you. That's part of why I was created. I went through a lot of stuff to get to this point. I discovered some stuff along the way. And you know what? I'm not taking it to the grave with me. I'm giving it away to anyone who will listen. So go ahead and do that. And remember this. It doesn't have to be perfect. It just has to be awesome. <laughs>